0: So the idea is, yes, looking forward, being able to work with more stories of more individuals that are seen as others, as scary, as things we're frightened of, as things we don't know how to embrace or to embody.
1: Stiekem beginnen we deze editie voor het applaus gewoon met applaus om te vieren dat de 30e editie van het Internationale Dansfestival Julliedans bijna van start gaat. Julliedans presenteert op verschillende locaties in de stad het werk van grote meesters, enfants terrible en nieuwe iconen van de hedendaagse dans. Twee weken lang dans in de stad, van 1 tot en met 16 juli, wat een feest. En in Theater Bellevue toont jullie dans maar liefst zeven voorstellingen. Reden genoeg om het in deze podcast over dans te hebben. Ik ben Julie Vechter, dansprogrammeur bij Theater Bellevue. En vandaag is choreograaf Liat Weesboord te gast in de studio om te vertellen over haar nieuwe werk Joy Alive. Deze talige dansvoorstelling is te zien op vrijdag 2 en zaterdag 3 juli om 1 uur in de Polonizaal. En over taligheid gesproken, ik spreek geen Hebraeus. Liat spreekt uitstekend Nederlands. Maar als het over haar werk gaat, heeft Engels toch haar voorkeur. In Joya Live wordt de grens tussen wanen en fantasie verkend. Met dans, beeld en audio. En jij noemt het een viering van de autonomie van het individu. Daar wil ik alles over weten. Maar laten we beginnen met de vraag: wie is Joya?
0: Ik ga okay?
1: Yes, super.
0: Joya Fiorito is a wonderful woman whom I met uh, many, many years ago, but we met again through uh, La Steck who made a sort of a documentary dance over Joya and over her uh, and over the fact uh, that she was diagnosed bipolar, and actually she went uh, into her a uh, personal diary and together uh, they constructed the film the documentary and Laura Steck wanted to make um dance f- film out of that or dance in the film out of that.
1: And what leer je van haar?
0: Alex leven. <laughs> Joya is an extremely intelligent, very sensitive person. Uh, she's also very uh, clever and she's all the time moving forward. At the same time, I learn f- I learn to be open about things with her. Uh, I think together we learn a lot about borders. Where do I start, where do I finish, where the others start, where the other finish. Uh, how does a motor of uh, emotional impulses works within a context of work and studio, what are the differences in communicating about material and about life, Uh, which is an interesting uh, border for me as a maker to learn. And maybe a thought that keeps on resonating in me while we're working is the fact that Thinking about yourself as an inclusive person doesn't make you one. So you need to touch it in order to realize which steps you need to take in order to really become a person that can embrace the different, the other, and not be threatened by it, give space to things that are maybe very different than your own experiences, uh, different perspectives. Yeah, see Lives Differently and behave accordingly. So be able to be flexible with what we with our patterns, actually.
1: Je, eigenlijk zou Joya Live je vorig jaar al presenteren. Yeah. Toen gebeurde er you know what. <laughs> <laughs> en nu is het over twee weken zover, gaat Joya Live. Eindelijk. Ja. Uh, je zit midden in dat maakproces. Je komt ook net uit de studio. Naast Joja Fiorito werk je samen met Mara Hulspas en, en met dramaturge Annette van Zwol. Hoe was uh, het vandaag in de studio?
0: Glorious! Wauw! Wow. <laughs> it's a work that is uh, very pleasurable because there is er endless amount of discoveries and maybe what we talked about before, the personal, the creative, the material, the life. um, It's super interesting and uh, intricate to try to understand together. Uh, It's very much a collaboration. Uh, A lot of things needs to resonate in the space all the time. And at the same time, there must be all the time sort of a a reflection and a movement forward because this is where joy is. And of course the the remembering, the the timeline of working now presenting something in the future and the past where we come from in this project uh, are crucial. So the whole aspect of what is relevant, which material is relevant, how to make it relevant not only for today but also for in two weeks. In five weeks, and which kind of information from the past we can take with us in order to feed that and to make it clear enough to transcend into the audience. We work really in full collaboration, which is
1: ja, noemen dat ook het, het inclusieve maken.
0: Yeah. Um, it's super challenging on all levels. Uh, everybody should have the space to say how they feel, what they think about it. and. Everybody has to be sensitive to what it's going to become. So we are really, yeah, working together.
1: And is there dan ergens toch nog een moment waarop je denkt, ja, en nu beslis ik? Ja. Ik ben Liat.
0: Altijd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ja, there's always a moment where it's, it comes out of me. And it's like, okay, and now it's my choice and that's what's going to
1: happen. Ik mocht maandag even bij jullie in de studio zijn en uh, er was een moment... Joya zong het lied Queen of the Night, met heel veel energie. En daarna zei ze, oh eigenlijk wil ik wel een een tiara op. Toen dacht ik, ja, wie niet? (laughs) Maar jij zei echt heel resoluut resoluut nee. (laughs) Kun je uitleggen waarom dat voor jou echt geen goed idee was, is... Of heb je de strijd inmiddels verloren? <laughs> Dat kan natuurlijk ook. <laughs> um,
0: the way I think it relates to the way uh, I see life and the way I see the, the craftsmanship of of doing theater, making theater or making dance or work for stage, actually I very much connect to the to the narrative. I like the narrative. I like the personal. I like to work with the people to bring the the option for the people I work with to open up and emphasize or show certain parts, weak parts or strong parts, or but I very much connect to the uh, subtext and the abstraction of things. So it's like uh, you know taking a toy, seeing how it works, and then dismantling it and looking at it from different perspectives. I rather uh, have the freedom. I rather the audience have the freedom to connect through their own experience and their own ventures in life and their own emotional landscape into the work. So I propose a framework and I propose what I call hooks. So you can sort of climb the mountain but you choose in which path you climb and you choose what you're gonna see and you choose what you're gonna be excited of or what you don't want to be touched by. Um, So in that sense, I say no to things that are too exquisite. I think words and movement has enough in them. In in the total construction of light en this one hour of play, en music. En the journey that everybody's going into.
1: En in de studio hangt ook eigenlijk een soort grote mindmap met woorden. En voor mij viel daar heel erg het woord ontremming op. Toen dacht ik nee, ja, dat is niet alle remmen los. maar... En uh, ik ken dit woord eigenlijk niet op, op die manier. Wat betekent het voor jou?
0: Voor um, mij at this moment uh, I know where it comes from. We're not gonna go into that. But it's about for me, it's about two things. One is the wilderness, allowing to let go, to release, uh, to not be in control. En ik denk de second thing is welcoming. A lot of the unknown and a lot of the fear also.
1: Ja, ik was ook wel geraakt omdat vanuit het vakjargon, vanuit de psychologie... dat Joya vertelde dat dat de ander bepaalt wanneer jij ontremd bent... en daar ook iets aan verbindt. Bijvoorbeeld dat je medicatie krijgt toegediend. Dat verhaal bleef een beetje bij me toen ik ook nog weer las... In in voorbereiding op ons gesprek, waar je zegt: deze deze voorstelling is een viering van de de autonomie van het individu. En toen dacht ik: ja, en hoe verhoudt zich dat tot degene die een een psychische kwetsbaarheid hebben? En in hoeverre hebben die zelf nog die autonomie? Hoe hoe zie jij dat?
0: So you ask what I learned from joya: (laughs) joya has a enormous willpower. Actually, the amount of control and release that she's able to have in herself and that the awareness of the possibility, uh, I find that for her, because of her experience and because she's been there, done that, she know where it can go and she know where she can go. And in that sense, she's making a daily, maybe an hourly, maybe every minute, uh, choices on where she is which sort of control how does she deviate certain sensations, how things can transform. So it has a lot to do with transformation. Um, I think I am not trying to get familiar um, with this specific, specific word uh, because I think I cannot know it. I can know it only within the limitation of my normal life, sort of, kind of, and then comes the question, okay, what is normal, where is the borders, and what do we experience, and how do we look at things? She's been through something that is greater than what I can imagine. It's working with something that I'm not familiar with. In that sense, she's leading me into it. In that sense, that's her lead, and I'm listening to it.
1: En neemt ze ons straks als bezoekers ook mee? Ja. Absoluut. Of nemen jullie ons mee in die Absoluut. Ja. ja. En um, het, is, het is een talige dansvoorstelling. Het is, het is een, een beeld en tekst en audio. En uh, ik noemde net al even de Queen of the Night, de songtext. Maar uh, welke teksten gebruiken jullie nog meer? Waar waar komen die vandaan?
0: Um, I was in contact with Joya, and we had meetings, but she also sent a lot of texts that she's been writing. She's a beautiful writer, and uh, she writes beautiful texts, some of it very personal and private, and some of it um, more poetic. Most of the texts are written by Joya, actually, worked out by uh, Gronia who's also coaching Joya and
1: Annette. Yeah, it's really inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> to work with other people's words. Your stichting heet Bittersweet dance. En toen dacht ik ja. Wat kenmerkt nou jouw bitterzoete danstaal?
0: Ik <laughs> I believe in dance. I believe in a physical embodiment of information, of feelings, of uh, imagery, of words. Of ik so I believe in the language of dance. En I believe that it can be uh, very exquisite. So I want the body to be informed, I want dancers to be informed, I want dancers to be um, practicing. So if i have to define uh, the process, it comes from uh, imagery, it comes from sensations, it comes from um, tasking the body into different, uh, it's actually intentions. Which intention do we have in the body while we execute this movement or another? There is some humor in it, because uh, I like not taking myself too serious <laughs> and also uh, I think it's necessary to have um, tension and release of tension in the body and release of tension usually creates some sort of space the body has a narrative, the body carries a narrative so the combination of the person who carries it, their relation to the material, their intention and information in it and and the, the shaping and the compositional decisions, and how it stands on stage eventually, carries also a narrative. It's not necessarily a story with beginning, middle, and end, but it is a narrative. It, it has emotional content. It has um, conceptual content. It has communication content, so. Theatric. theater
1: We hebben nog niet gehad over de beelden die ook in de voorstelling zitten. Uh, Deels zijn dat beelden uit de documentaire. Ja. Welke keuzes maak je daarin?
0: So the original idea was to use really chunks from the film and then bring it into life. That's that became irrelevant. Uh, also, because where joya is through the waiting and the whole process, and uh, we're all in a different place, so um, the imagery that we brought is more like uh, I call it some sort of joints. So it's it's something to bend the work or to help it to take another direction, or and it's things that are. Uh, remarkable or very very specific moment of this film so but it has no sound and not the music of the film and it's really dit eigenlijk
1: als as decor ja, maakt het
0: ja the de, core with movement and something that has that, that gives that gives a little bit into the narrative sips a little of the past because we don't want to uh, explicitly go to the past uh, it's not interesting. I mean, the documentary is done. Um, but it's interesting to resonate the past in relation to what is the now and where do we want to go, so creating this tension between the, these three points in time.
1: And is that for jouzelf ook jouw gewoonte om altijd vooruit te kijken, niet meer om te kijken? I'm tempted to say yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but to be completely honest, no, I l- I look to the back to try to realize if there is something I can learn, if there is something that I can uh take with me forward, if there is something that was meaningful or important enough for me to cherish. I'm not sentimental in that sense at
1: all. En alshoran eh uh, vooruitkijken, want je bent joya op verschillende momenten in haar leven en dus ook in jouw leven tegengekomen. Zit je te denken of je misschien ook nog weer... op een moment een een sequel gaat maken? Is dat al iets wat...
0: I must say that through thinking about Joy Alive... about the project, also together with the team... and together with Annette, we realize that there is always... a component in the work that we do together... that has to do with... Social context or the 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 singular the individual within um, within the social context, and how do we function, and the idea of um, triggering a little bit what we take for granted as yeah, of course this is it, or that is it, so we work with the perspective of gender or we work with the perspective of uh, empowering individuals or we so in different ways, or how do, we, how do people work with one another in society? Um, and then we decided to, we were, this, we decided to engage with this actually as a theme, rather than uh, bring up the artistic, and then through the artistic, sometimes work also with these themes. We decided to make the theme of the other, the different. So the idea is, yes, looking forward, being able to work with more stories of more individuals that are seen as others, as scary, as things we're frightened of, as things we don't know how to embrace or to embody. Um, This is really where we want to uh, go towards. Hoping to, first of all, give a platform and and a stage. Which I think it's important uh, and <laughs> important. It's necessary, especially if we're talking about uh, equality and uh, inclusion and all these terms that we're using. And the second thing, um, yeah, the the possibility to trigger people and to move something maybe. <laughs>
1: Dit is inderdaad hoe je de thematiek onderdeel hebt gemaakt. of van van wat je wil met Bittersweet Dance. Maar maar denk je dat er voor Joya nog. wil je haar blijven volgen? Of. Ik heb soms het idee dat ze een beetje je muze is geworden. maar (laughs) wellicht is er ook weer ruimte voor een andere.
0: (laughs) Uh, Altijd, altijd. Now, in a certain way, she is very inspiring. And she did inspire me for as long as we're in contact uh, since the film. That's true. It's very true. I will be happy if she'll stay in the work in many different ways. I cannot say that I see chapter two, three, four, five, six, but I do see a continuation. So I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a uh, a human connection that will disconnect because the tour is finished and i think i hope that will keep inspire one another in many different ways and if there will be an inspiration for another show great amazing i'm totally open for it
1: and that informed uh, ja of the informed body je noemde dat zo straks ook al kan je nog iets daarover zeggen ik bedoel dat 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 gaat voorbij aan alleen muscle memory volgens mij uh, no, not only.
0: It has to do with uh, renewing yourself, actually renewing the connection, realizing that we, we build certain uh, cognitive and uh, habits also, uh, connection in relation to how we activate our bodies in re- with the brains and so forth during uh, our uh, development in a lifetime
1: bedoel je daarmee dat we weten op een gegeven moment hoe we moeten lopen en hoe je je tanden poeist? Ja,
0: ja. So you develop this uh, this pattern and what we call the body language. So it's very individual and it's very specific and it's uh, informed from uh, our uh, genes, but it's also informed from our environment and uh, which kind. Of, if we do train, we don't train. We do. So if we realize that and if we can keep retraining. those places and those connections so if if we very bluntly I will say yeah it has to do with research so being curious coming with curiosity towards the practice and also uh, realizing that you can if we look at it as a as a set of of um, electric wires like in an audio studio you know that you can Unwire and wire again and unwire and wire again and unwire and, and you start connecting different dots with different places and it creates different electricity uh,
1: signals. So, this is for me informed body. Yeah, and the t- informed body is ook niet voorbehouden aan alleen de danser. Nee. <laughs> we hebben allemaal een in yeah. informed body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we're all we're all actually capable of devel- of developing that, those tools becoming more sophisticated with the way we handle our body, with the way we find movement, being more economic with certain things, being more direct. There are a lot of aspects to it.
1: En toch, daar zit ook, als je zegt, de the de, uh, de, 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 de wires and making different connections, ja. doet me toch ook denken aan, aan de grenzen en de psychische grenzen en waar het misschien, ja, waar ook kortsluiting ontstaat. Dus daar zit dan wel weer ook een Parallel in het uh, yeah, yeah. wat je opbouwt en wat je afbreekt in lichaam en geest.
0: Ja, yeah. yeah, I think it resonates very much uh, one in the other, and from this process I can see that Mara is actually experiencing a lot of the things Joya is talking about, but on a on a physical level. And Joya gives it words, but actually there are there are a lot of meeting points.
1: Mara moest over en over en over een bepaalde beweging doen maandag. En ze had ook echt last van haar handen. Gewoon door het stuwen van het bloed. En jij riep alleen maar more is more. Vind je het dan ook? Wil je haar dan ook echt over een grens laten gaan? Is het eigenlijk de uitnodiging? Op bepaalde
0: momenten wel. In certain moments, yes. Not always, it's not always more is more, but there are places in the work where um, the repetition and the acceleration and through that also the exhaustion and the engagement of the self in such a moment is really needed. And when it sits in the choreography, um, it's an invitation to go further, yeah. But not all the time, but in these moments, well... (laughs) Op dit is het een clear invitation om daar te
1: gaan. Dank Fijn. Ja, dat is uh, jezus. Het is toch een proces. Ik ben zo benieuwd hoe. Uh... Ja, ik ben ook benieuwd. benieuwd. podcast. Kijk op de site van Bellevue en Jullie Dans voor kaarten en meer informatie over de andere voorstellingen die Jullie Dans hier in huis presenteert. Van Jan Martens, Anne van den Broek, Keren Levy, Vincent Riebeek, Christus Papadopoulos, Marcella Levy en Lucia Rosso. Voor hardcore dansliefhebbers en beginnende enthousiastelingen, komt allen. Dit was weer een aflevering van Voor het Applaus, de podcast van Theater Bellevue. Vond je het leuk om te luisteren en wil je ons wel vaker horen? Dat kan. Wij zijn op alle podcastkanalen te vinden. Wil je een melding krijgen dat er weer een nieuwe aflevering online staat? Abonneer je dan. En als je dat niet durft, weet dan dat we iedere zaterdagochtend met een nieuwe aflevering komen. Heb je vragen of opmerkingen naar aanleiding van deze aflevering? Of een leuk idee voor een nieuwe aflevering? Je kunt ons ook mailen via het mailadres podcast@theaterbellevue.nl. We zijn benieuwd om van je te horen. We maken deze podcast in samenspraak en samenwerking met het hele communicatieteam van Bellevue en met name Laura Kemp. Voor de rest wordt dit allemaal geproduceerd door mij, Tom Helmer en Merel Thames. Leuk dat je luisterde. Tot de volgende keer.